Welcome, everyone. This is episode 10 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell, and we're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Each week on the podcast, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore, community events and activities that are going on. On a regular basis, we're going to have special guests that we interview, and occasionally we'll have a guest host as well. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to subscribe to the podcast. Become a regular listener. Invite others to join us as well. Share it if you have the opportunity. Uh, So hit that subscribe button. uh, Maybe hit that notification bell as well so that you get notification every time we have one that is posted. If you miss us live, uh, we're live at noon on Wednesdays each week. And if you miss it live, you can always go back and catch it on any of your favorite podcast sources. So we hope you'll join us regularly. My guest today is Councilwoman for District 32, Joy Styles. Welcome, Joy. Well, thank you so very much, sir. It is wonderful to be here with all of you today. Oh, man, we love having you here. Uh, I want people to get to know you a little bit better, and uh, we may find out some new things, too, that I don't know about you. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, maybe where you're from originally and how you ended up in Nashville and all of that. Oh, so this will be an interesting story. So as of... Next week, on the 16th, I will have been here for 16 years. Wow, great. I moved here from Manhattan, and I grew up outside of Philadelphia. City girl. Yes. uh, And, well, suburb girl. Suburb. And born in Michigan. So born in Michigan, then moved to the suburbs of Philadelphia, then went to school in Massachusetts. I went to Wellesley, and then... I moved to New York, and I was there for 10 years before I moved here, and I moved here because I was a country artist. Oh, okay. I did not (laughs) know that for sure. Maybe I did, but I didn't remember it. Yeah. So you did a little music here in Nashville? I did. I I had a deal with uh, 764 Records under Sony Red, and so I had a a single and a video, so I had a nice little musical journey before I moved into politics, which was another crazy endeavor. (laughs) From music to politics, I don't know. Those two things, actually, you don't put them together in your mind usually, but uh, you never know where God's going to take you, though. I think that's the best statement because that... It wasn't my it wasn't my plan. Right. My, my plan was entertainment for the entirety of my life, yeah. and then God said, "No, I have something else for you to do." Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful that uh, <laughs> I, I I love the music side of things too, but I'm thankful that you went to the political route as well, uh, because we now have you. You are our representative for the district we're in right now at our Antioch campus. So we're thankful to have you as our representative here. Well, thank you. It is an honor and a pleasure to serve. Um, And as I was saying, you know, this really was by God's design. I had absolutely zero political ambition in my entire life. And so to suddenly find myself saying, well, I guess I should run for office. I knew that God put me specifically in Antioch. And when I would feel like, well, maybe I should move. It's like, no, this, this is your area. And it was once I realized that I was running, I was like, oh, okay, God, this is why you've had me here all this time, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing here. Well, that's great. I'm glad you made that choice. A lot of people, uh, as the area was transitioning especially, a lot of people did move out, mm-hmm. and that's still happening to some degree. But uh, we looked at that as a church, too, uh, as a congregation. We were in Antioch the whole time. Uh, we even had church consulting firms tell us you need to move further out and all of that. <laughs> but we believe God called us to this community, and we wanted to impact this community. So not only did we not move out, we moved even in a more uh, uh, a spot here when we took over this this campus building 
that is more visible, uh, I think, and more accessible to the community, and we wanted to have that presence here. So I'm glad you made that choice as well. Well, it's interesting how many people that I have encountered that have had a similar call, which is, this is your area. You can't leave. There's work to be done here. We need you here. And I think it's great because, to your point, you doubled down, which means the new people that are coming see you as a beacon and know this is an established church. This is an active church. Uh-huh. You know, when there's a need, they respond. Um, and you you want that. It, uh-huh. Not only for welcoming new people, but also for the people that are here to know that this is a safe place to come to right. when you're in need. Absolutely. Uh, having you in this area has been a, certainly a blessing to us, and I know that uh, – there are great challenges in every area. Nashville's growing rapidly. The whole uh, area is. Uh, and with growth, there's change and there's challenges. And I, and I know in this community, it's no different. We do have some challenges that we're facing, like, like all the others. What do you see uh, as a council person? You get to hear and, and see a lot of things that maybe not everybody's aware of. In your opinion, what do you think are a couple of the biggest challenges that we're facing with all the growth and everything that's happening here? So that's a great question because, truthfully, I think our biggest challenge is how do we keep the wonderful, diverse, and cultural community that we have and also welcome in new people? All right. It's a delicate marriage, but it has to happen. Yeah. And you can't operate in silos, which I have found to be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of entities here in Nashville operate in the silo right. function where we're stronger together. So if we will build bridges and reach across aisles, we can get a lot more accomplished. So that's what I focus on when I'm talking to developers that are interested. One, my first response is if you're looking to a rezone for an apartment complex, forget it. That's not happening. We have enough old apartments and we have enough new ones that are market rate. It's pretty saturated (laughs) right now. Yes. So if you want to build townhomes, uh, single family homes, very supportive. What I have found um, as of late, the way the market has increased, people are now ready um, to rezone their land that they've held on to for right. decades. Yeah. Now they're ready to move forward, which gives us a great opportunity um, to figure out what some of the other needs are here. For example, we need more senior housing. So that's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, and so one she of looked at me when she said senior <laughs> housing. I don't <laughs> I know. Didn't know such thing. <laughs> Uh, I know we do have a need for that. Yes. Yes. And, and so that's, but I will tell you that has been difficult uh, finding developers that build uh, senior living. Yeah. And so I actually spoke at a conference last week that, you know, God is right on time. And I happened to mention that I was looking into senior living and it was a development conference and I was speaking about the growth in Antioch. And so several people came to me and said, we do that. We built so so right. now yeah. I have people that I'm going to be meeting with to talk about some senior housing. Yeah, right just, here just in the by chance you happen to have some people there to talk to you. Yeah, uh, it that's was great. it yeah. was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. The other challenge that I would say is the drag racing. Yeah, the modified mufflers. Um, yeah. It is insane. It I is. actually am working on legislation right now, um, so that we could get our codes department to be able to address. Daytime infractions. So, say if your neighbor has one of those modified cars and decides to idle for 20 minutes <laughs> right. at 5 a.m. I, I don't know about you, but uh, I have had that happen. Right. And it is so disrespectful at that hour of the day. Right. You're waking up an entire neighborhood. Yeah. And so, 
Um, I'm looking into that, figure out how we can address it. Um, and I have a, I have a bill. It's on second. I, I probably, we need some more time. We had a meeting this week about it, mm-hmm. but just letting everybody know, I am trying to work on sure. this modified muffler situation um, yeah. because traffic calming where we can put speed humps and bumps, it's not allowed on every street. Right. So in many of the roads that we need it, we can't do anything for it. So I think the best solution is to figure out how we get people to fix the car so that they have a regular muffler on the car yeah. and move forward. And so th- I, I, I am a quality of life person. Right. I find myself, my legislation is always about how can I make life better? Wh- what are the obstacles that people have right now um, to being able to have peace and quiet? Yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, both my wife and myself have been frightened a few times with them racing in and out, cutting in and out, you know, doing donuts in the intersection and stuff like that. And, and obviously, that hurts the quality of life for everybody and puts everybody at risk. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're, I know uh, you're not the only one aware of that. Other people, I'm sure, <laughs> in other parts of town have that problem as well. But here in this area, it has become a little bit of a problem. So I, I yeah. feel like it really... You know, during the pandemic, I first brought up the, the drag racing and, and trying to address it with, with license plate readers. We just had a real surge out here of the reckless driving. And even two weeks ago at the mall, yeah. I came home from running errands and there were 150 cars oh, in the Macy's parking lot and the parking lot next to the AMC. So I called the commander and I said, I need the street team. I right. need the street team to come out here. We have an insane situation happening. But beyond that, you also have trash, yeah. right? When they get together and they want to hang out, they're disrespectful of someone else's property that they're destroying. And then what's, you know, what's a bag of trash or, yeah. uh, you know, a beverage that I no longer want either. So I actually spent two hours that night cleaning up that parking lot wow. because I just couldn't take looking right. at it <laughs> and, uh, sitting there. I'm that way, too. I was just raised <laughs> different, I guess. I just I can't walk my trash in our parking lot without stopping and picking it up. And uh, we've got people doing that, but I still, that's my inclination is to go but ahead and pick it up. But that's good, because I think, you know, that's another challenge. You talk about um, the, the marriage of, of new and old and also um, quality of life, but also beautification. I am a huge fan of beautification. And so we have to model for people what we want in the community. Right. As we have to gather together and say, you can't drop trash here. And if you do, you know, you're know, you going to be held accountable. And I think the more we do cleanups, um, the more, you know, I, I would like to do a big community cleanup day. So where we're doing it all across the entire district. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out when that'll be. Pro- it'll probably end up being next summer as we're getting getting towards the towards right. the end of summer now but a day where we just all come together yeah. businesses residents and just clean up together because i think that lets people know that we're all working together right. to keep our community the great community we know that it is yeah and taking pride in the quality of life here and and i know uh speaking of quality of life there are a lot of really good things uh, mm-hmm. happening right now too sometimes people don't get the good news it's easier the, the bad news travels much <laughs> yes, faster right? uh, but there's a lot of good news too and I know you've had your hand in a lot of that and those that have come before you have, have helped set the table for some of that uh, but it's really good to see some of that coming to fruition and I want our listeners to be able to hear more about some of the good stuff because you've got to balance like you said progress but with quality of life still built into that and I know care is being taken with a lot of this 
to make sure we keep both of those things at the forefront. And you've, you've led the way on that, and we appreciate it. So let's, uh, let's talk first of all maybe about um, we were both at a groundbreaking for <laughs> Tanger Outlets, right? This there, is very true. It's just part of a whole development that's going on there, but it's a huge part of it. So let's talk about some of the good things happening there with Century Farms uh, development down there. Well, I love talking about the great things happening in District 32. So Century Farms is 330 acres. And it was a conversation that began back in 2015 and continued till um, 2019. I got into office and that's when it actually started clearing and starting to get things going. And so it's been phenomenal in terms of the draw. Developers are saying, oh, look what's happening in Antioch. We want to come. We want to build. And what we have in Century Farms right now is the Nashville Soccer Practice Facility is being built right now. Yeah, that's so exciting. Uh, we have a freestanding emergency room. Which, by the way, my family had to use not too long ago, and I was really thankful it was there. See? Right. So, and they did a great job, by the way. I, I really want to brag on it. People need to, to think about that maybe as a first choice if you need to get some help, some care like that. So you don't have to travel. I mean, yeah. us having a freestanding ER makes yeah. a huge difference, so you don't have to call 911 yeah. immediately. I remember going way back. I wrote a letter in support of that, <laughs> and then to actually go use it felt really good because uh, uh, I got to enjoy the benefits of the follow-through that all of you had with that. So it's, that was really good. It's yeah. nice to see a project go from start to finish, it is. right? Yeah. And and so Tanger is a part of the overall Century Farms experience, and they know how to do a groundbreaking. Can you imagine what the it grand opening next year is going to be like? I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. By the way, the president of Tanger was a part of the conference that I was oh, speaking at last week. Yeah. Yes, they, they've been phenomenal to work with. 70 stores are coming here, plus four restaurants, uh, not to mention a, a couple of you know cafe situations, coffee shops, uh-huh. and... So some of the stores that were mentioned during the groundbreaking were Ralph Lauren, Michael Kors, Nike, Adidas, Aerie. I'm going to edit this out for my <laughs> wife when she listens. But, uh, uh, but it's a good kickoff, yeah. right? It gives you an idea of who's coming. And, you know, that's less than 10. We still have up to 70 stores. Right. It is very exciting. And they, you could tell, uh, I, I met the family, too, while they were there for the groundbreaking and all that, that just a class act, and and you could tell just from the groundbreaking, the way they put all of that together, it's going to be done well. It really is. I will tell you that my interactions with the entirety of the Tanger team, they really care not only about the product, but they care about the communities in which they're building. Right. So they've already given to Mill Ridge Park. Right. They're giving to Moves and Grooves, yeah. right? And and so this is pouring back. This It's not just the bringing of jobs, right? This is going to be tremendous in terms of our job opportunity yes. and growth. Um, but they care about all of their employees. They care about the community, and that makes them a pleasure to work with because most developers are really interested in how much money can I make, and right. then I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, and so in addition to Tanger, I want to remind people, for those that don't know, we also are getting a Panera, a Chipotle, um, a Publix grocery store is coming in, and we're still there, – there are a few items that I can't mention yet, and they're all going to be really, really great. Uh. Um, we're getting some hotels um that are going to be on the site and so it's when it's finished it's going to totally transform the landscape that we have out here which is wonderful because it becomes a beacon yes to more people for shopping for uh, community engagement which is really critical right 
Yeah, this was already a little bit of a, uh, I guess, a retail desert for a little while. Uh, and food. Food uh, and, and food. retail desert, yeah. yes. And, and so this is going to address both of those things. And I'm sure that being developed will attract others and other locations. Or I mean, it's always a feeder into the area around it, too. So. Well, you think about it, Century Farms really kicked things off. And then we did the purchase of the interior of the Global Mall just yeah. a few months ago. I want to talk more about that because <laughs> I'm really excited about that, too. And I know you've been having planning meetings with that. Everybody, I'm sure, wants to know more details as soon as they can get it. What's going to happen there? What's it going to look like? So share as much as you I know you can't say everything. It's not all decided yet. But share some good things about that with us. So, you know, I think the first great thing is that we get to create new memories in a space that holds so many memories for people already. She's talking about now the, the old Hickory Hollow Mall. A lot of people remember that. When we moved here in 91, that was the area mall that everybody came to. And it was, it was it's a huge space, and it was full and active. And uh, uh, when that went out, it did leave a huge vacuum and void in the community. So... So now Metro has purchased uh, the interior part of the mall. Other yes. buildings have already been repurposed on the outside of the mall in a good way. A lot of good things have come in there. But now tell us more about uh, the partnership, I think, with Vanderbilt and, and all of the other plans there that you know about. So Nashville State, of course, is in one of the previous anchor stores. Right. The previous Macy's is now going to be uh, Kip Academy's new high school. So okay. that's what's coming. Yeah. We purchased the Bridgestone building in addition to the interior of the mall. So we're going to be repurposing that space for a lot of community needs. And that's part of the, the meetings, community meetings that I had last year. Mm -hmm. um, we were working with a different developer to talk about what would people like to see on the site. Right. And so that has been a benefit to us as we're now moving into a more formalized process with the city and picking a designer of letting them know what the needs are. So they're designing for those needs instead of us trying to figure out how to put um, entities in a pre-existing structure. Right. And so Vanderbilt is going to be our anchor tenant. They're going to be rolling out um, over the course of the next several years uh -huh. to build it out. They're still determining what specialties will be on site. Um, the Global Mall site, or Hickory Hollow, will be different in that we are not bringing big box retail, much like they do have at 100 Oaks. Mm -hmm. But it'll be more so uh, a lot of their specialties also having some food on site. So there's going to be food there. It will only be until 5 o'clock, much like at 100 Oaks. Right. Um, but we're also talking about the entirety of the site now. Now we're talking about transportation. We're talking about... Um, the possibility for housing, what does restructuring the site look like so we can have more green space? Yeah. As you know, there's a lot of surface a lot, parking. A lot of asphalt yes. there, yes. Yes. Yeah. So this is an opportunity now for us to break that up and talk about possibly having structured parking, and that frees up more space for us to have green space, but also yeah. connectivity, right? And so the parking lot that's next to the AMC is across the way quite a bit from the community center and the Fordyce Center, which are also connected to the mall. Right. And so building sidewalks so that our seniors can come across the street and be able to get over there. Uh, WeGo has just created a new program where you can call Uber within a designated space here in District 32, right. and Uber will come and pick you up at your house and bring you to the community center if you'd like to. It will bring you 
to the corner of Bell and Murfreesboro. As a part of the WeGo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's As great. Part of WeGo, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so this this increases our opportunities for connectivity. Mm-hmm. And so I'm extraordinarily excited about what's going to happen at the Global Mall. Right now I'm working on um, our new operating agreement for everyone that's on the site because everyone is sharing that space. You can't say, well, this is my space and I'm going to do what I want to do with it. And just talking about elevating in terms of beautification, you know, how are we going to handle landscaping and and what does that look like? And again, it's sending that message that we value where we live and we're feeding into it. Absolutely. Vanderbilt's part will primarily be the medical offices they're going to put in, right? Correct. Right, right, yeah. Yes. Uh, And and they're just haven't determined yet exactly what specialty offices they're going to have there. Correct. But the good news is our community needs that have been determined in our community meetings Mm -hmm. are really great. Um, Community kitchen, co-working space for entrepreneurs, co-working space for nonprofits, um, dealing with um, after-school activities for adolescents so they have someplace to go, as well as uh, mental health services for our adolescents, which Vanderbilt actually has a program already, so that's a great additional partnership that we're going to have. And then also uh, looking into some urban gardening. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and how, how we deal with uh, with the water in the ground and use it positively, and so we've had we had a lot of engagement and some suggestions about uh, health sciences. So we're mm-hmm. trying to figure all of that out. And so yesterday I was in Memphis uh, for a second visit to a location called Crosstown Concourse, which houses several nonprofits. Uh, it has a healthcare nonprofit that works with the YMCA that's in the building. They also have a high school. And then they also have housing and retail all on one site. Now, it's vertical because it's 10 stories tall, oh, wow, yeah. which makes it different. But the vibe in there mm-hmm. is what I would love to recreate here. So everything is connected, education and health and arts, because I cannot leave out. We are getting an Antioch Performing Arts Center. Right, yes. So the event center that's in the back of the mall is going to be repurposed into the Antioch Performing Arts Center and where we will be able to do the Antioch Art Crawl again. Yeah. We'll be able to have dance performances and theater and musical performances. And so that's really going to shift our landscape as well because it's going to provide an opportunity for our kids to have access to the arts mm-hmm. on a regular basis right. because many of our kids aren't going downtown. They're not going to T-Pack or the Skirmerhorn. So wow. we're going to bring the arts to them now. That's great. I love it. <laughs> It, it's just so exciting, and, and, and you add to that the development with Mill Ridge Park as well mm-hmm. that's, that's still progressing, and uh, they're making progress out there, I know. And it's a beautiful land out there, and there's going to be a lot more green space. So when all of these things, you think about it, the uh, Century Farms, the Mill Ridge uh, Park, the uh, redevelopment of the mall there, all of those things put together, this area uh, the quality of life, I believe, here is already g- great. I love it here. Our family loves living here. But I think the quality of life is just going to continue to improve, just it's get better. It's going yeah. to increase. It's increasing. It's not even going to. We are in the process right. of increasing as we speak with the different uh, businesses that are coming. And so I will uh, share that there is another entity that's coming to town, and, I, and I've been you know, talking to them, and that's Wawa. And if you've never been on the East Coast... Wawa will change your know. life. I don't know Wawa, oh but I've boy. heard the name Wawa, but I don't know Wawa. So uh. it is based out of Philly, and it's in it's in a few other states. 
and finally bringing it to Tennessee. Okay. And so it is my goal. And I've been talking to them about this. Our first Wawa is going to be in District 32. I am pulling for it. All um, right. We'll be so pulling <laughs> with you on that. That'll be great. <laughs> whenever, yeah. whenever that happens, I'll, I'll be able to share it. But we do have, um, with the three, the three entities, the park and, and Century Farms and also the Global Mall Renovation, working on connectivity of all those things. So the trails that are a part of Mill Ridge actually come down to um, crossings and mm -hmm. Mount View, that area. So there'll right. be trailheads to get on there. There's also going to be a pedestrian connection from the new project that's being built on Crossings Boulevard right mm -hmm. now. Uh -huh. So there'll be a pedestrian connection that you can walk through there and go up and over to walk over to Century Farms if you want to. I love making it more walkable. I just love that because we, we love to walk anyway. Everywhere we go, when we can walk, we'll do it. And uh, that just makes it so much more a, a pleasant neighborhood feel to it that you can walk from one place to the other. Exactly. So it's a, it's yeah. a good vibe, but it also creates more of the community engagement. Yeah. This is one of the things that I really wanted to do was figure out how all of us that are living here, we live next to so many different cultures. How do we interact so that we're not just saying, oh, well, I live next door to this group, but I don't know them and I don't right. know anything about their culture. So the more opportunities we have to bring people together and to celebrate, like Southeast Community Day. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you missed it, it was a great day out at the uh, out at the Southeast Community Center park area there. And uh she headed that up and did a great job with it, and, and it did highlight the different cultures in the area as well, the parade kicking it off and the different performances that we had. Uh, it was great. We, we had a, uh, The church had a uh, booth out there, and we got to see so many different people, and, and, and it was just people would just hang out and talk and, and have a fun fellowship with each other, and we don't get to do that enough in the community, so having the connectivity there will help a lot with that. Well, Con, uh, Southeast Community Day is going to be an annual activity, so look for July 29th, 2023. There you go. Uh, we are figuring out now, depending on what kind of movement is going to be taking place, we'll hopefully still be on the green space, because it also worked out very well. That day was also the last day of early voting, yes. and we need as many people to come out and vote as is possible in every single election. Yeah. We definitely need to increase our numbers out here in the Southeast. Right. And we did uh, phenomenal numbers that day. Good. People came yeah. and, and hung out and then went in and voted. So. I did I did think that connection was really good on the timing of that. And uh, I do want to encourage people to get out and vote. When, when they don't see many people voting in a certain location, it's hard to get the attention then from the government officials that you would like to have for your community. If they know you're active and you're voting, it makes a big difference. It does. Um, because your vote counts, and those individuals will also, they band together to send messages yes. and emails and call and say, here's a concern, and they'll bring attention. And that's great when community members band together because then you can't be ignored. Right. It's not a one-off. Yeah. Um, and so that's really important. I don't consider myself a politician. I really ran because I saw that there were needs uh, that weren't being addressed, and I was like, I'm a fixer, so I'm, I'm going to run. That's really when you communicate and you have multiple people together on the same issue, that's how you can you really can get people's attention because you can't be ignored that way. Right. Well, I've really enjoyed our time talking. <laughs> I know we could go on, so I'm going to have to have you come back. Maybe bring, maybe bring a guitar and a song with you next time. <laughs> we'll see about that. But uh, come back and we can talk more. Cause I, I know people love getting regular updates, and I know you do a good job of communicating with people in the area. Thank you for doing that. 
And uh, if people do want to uh, address a concern or get more information about something, what's their best source to do that? Online, I'm sure there's everything. Um, You can call me 615-717-4017. That's the cell. And then joy.styles at nashville.gov. And styles is with a Y, (laughs) just in case. Um, You can email me there. You can also reach me on Facebook because I'm on Facebook usually every day, yeah. multiple times a week right. to share information. So you can DM me that way. Yeah. Some people send me Instagram messages, which is uh, styles for 32. But any of those ways, I will respond. Okay. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you for spending some time with us today. And we will have you come back and we'll get updates as uh, as the things progress here in the area. Now, uh, just very quickly, uh, your your term with the council is how much longer now? You've got one year so one year. this time yeah. next year we'll we'll know hopefully joy's in her second her second term because right. it's the first <laughs> week of august that we uh, that we vote i couldn't remember <laughs> the timing on that so that's great all right well thank you again thank joy. you for having me this Appreciate was wonderful it. thanks well before we go i just want to update you on a few things happening here at lakeshore last sunday we kicked off a new message series called stressed out we can all relate to that i think with school starting back especially all the different things that are happening it's easy to get stressed out we started out talking about time stress last week uh, this coming sunday we're going to be talking about the stress we have with relationships any of you going through any relationship stress if you're not right now give it time uh it'll probably be happening soon and god's word has a lot to say about how we need to interact with each other and treat each other and respect each other and uh, we'll talk more about that this Sunday. I hope you can join us then. And then we'll talk about the the other two will be financial stress and uh, career stress with jobs and careers. So that's the next several weeks. If you've missed any of the messages, we archive those on our YouTube channel. And you can go back and catch those anytime. All this month, we're collecting canned goods and food items for uh, those experiencing homelessness right now. We've got a ministry outreach for them. And uh, you can bring canned goods, and the, and the other foods you could bring would be packaged foods that don't have to be refrigerated, like rice, beans, pasta, things like that. We appreciate your donations. You could bring them to the lobby of either campus uh, any Sunday or during the week. If the office is open, you could drop that by. If you're new to Lakeshore, we want to invite you to a welcome lunch. We have a, uh, coming up on Sunday, August the 21st at both campuses. At the Smyrna campus, it'll be after their 10 o'clock service. Here at the Antioch campus, it'll be after the 11 o'clock service. The lunch is free. Child care will be provided, but you need to register in advance. You can do that on our website, lakeshorechristian.com, or on the kiosk in the lobbies at both campuses. We also have a few retreats coming up, a ladies' retreat September 16th and 17th, and a men's retreat September 23rd and 24th. Both of those are out at White Mills Christian Camp, and again, you can register at the kiosk in the lobbies or on our website. We have scheduled now a Red Red Cross blood drive for September the 20th. It'll be here at the Antioch campus. They're getting the registration set up now. We'll let you know when that registration goes live. Uh, They always have a great need with the Red Cross, so we hope you can help out with that blood drive. We encourage you to invite family, friends, coworkers, neighbors to join us as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church. We'd love to see you at either of our campuses this Sunday. Thanks for joining us today.